So, Deborah, I have some hey, questions. Hey, Kevin, no time for questions, unfortunately. Oh, there is too much to do. Oh, good. You got my card. Hey, can you sign this banner? Hey, yeah, about the card, it's not my anniversary. I, I, I got married in April, and also, while these happy anniversary slippers are surprisingly plush, it's not my anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, silly. It's our one-year podcast anniversary. <laughs> sign that banner. Oh, and this, too. Oh, and hey, you're tall. Can you hang this pinata for me? Hey, that would be great. Would you do that? Deborah, did you drink... All of these energy drinks? By my count, it looks like you have about 67 hours of energy right no, now. No, no, totally wrong. This makes 70 hours. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. Why haven't you signed this yet? Gosh, you're so slow. Oh, and here's your kazoo. Deborah, this this is an 8x10 glossy of you next to Alf with my head photoshopped onto Alf's body. I don't feel comfortable with this even existing in the world, let alone signing Come it. Come on, it's fun. Everyone loves Alf. He's America's favorite comedic alien. Yeah, from 40 years ago. Oh, fine, fine. Then sign this one. Can you grab that cake out of the oven and stuff it in that pinata? Gosh, we have so much time and so little to do. Wait, strike that. Reverse it. And where's my hot glue gun? Oh, there it is next to the nacho cheese fountain. Nacho cheese. Cheese of the future. Am I right? Uh, uh, yeah, hello. Yes, this is Kevin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I know what's going on. Hang on one sec. Uh, Deborah, did you by any chance order seven of those giant life-size teddy bears to be delivered to my office? Of course. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Don't forget to thank the listeners. From all of us to all of you, thank you for a great year of culture fun and great discussions. Please enjoy this collection of some of our favorite moments from our year of podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to a very special edition of Culture Unfiltered. Culture Unfiltered. Yes, this is our one year. We're coming up on our one year anniversary of this podcast. Which so is exciting. So exciting and hard to believe. Uh, and so we thought it would be a nice little uh, a nice little idea to put together a clip show of yeah. our favorite moments, some of the things we've learned. Absolutely. So we're going to walk down memory lane. Yep. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the history of the show, how yep. it came to be. Yep. So with us to help us do that is producer Matthew. Out Matthew. of the how booth. He came out of the booth. How are you guys? Toll booth Willie style. Good to be here. Very yes. Good. Yes. So Matt, tell us a little bit about how the <laughs> podcast came to be. You were You were part of it right from the beginning. Sure. Uh, so I am a multimedia developer, and I've been working with Tom Bachman, partnering on all of our culture shaping uh, initiatives really since the very beginning. Uh, we've done most of the videos together, and about two years ago, we were kind of looking for something fresh. And we were yeah. saying, what can we do differently? Um, what are some different ways people are consuming media? And so we got thinking about a podcast. Sure. And you were instrumental in putting Deborah this and I together. Right? I don't want to take all the credit for that, but yes, yeah, that is you true. Uh, so uh, Deborah and I worked together mm -hmm. uh, through talent acquisition projects for you know basically this entire time I've been here. Sure. Um, Kevin, you and I met probably about eight months before the first uh, Culture Unfiltered podcast yeah, recording. So, so uh, yeah, I, I met you both. And as Tom and I were talking about, like, what is this thing going to be? What is this podcast going to sound like? I said, you know, these two people together might be something kind of fun. Well, lightning so, in a bottle. Sure, yeah. I, and I remember the very first day you guys met was our first episode with, with <laughs> Brian Hodge. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, uh, so speaking of how the podcast sounded, we're going to uh, we're going to kick things off here with uh, a very fun clip. This is some lost audio. Yeah, so this we... is from our inaugural episode. So for listeners out there, if uh, you, you may have noticed a lot of the shows, we have a little little fun in the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. So this one we did as well, but 
Uh, some folks thought maybe it was a little too fun for the very <laughs> yeah. first yeah. episode. Yeah, we needed for to dial launch. it back a little bit, but we did kind of go out. <clears throat> we we started off with with a lot more silliness than I think was initially <laughs> anticipated. Yeah, I think our target when we wanted to record our first episode was let's see if we can hit ten to twenty minutes, and I think we have probably forty five minutes of audio <laughs> from our first episode. Yeah, uh, and a lot of it was just you know, kind of goofing around, see what was going to yeah. stick for the, for our intro. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, this was one of my favorites, though, our radio intro open. Yeah. Yes, yes, I love that. So we'll share that with you now and then we'll uh, move things along from there where the culture is unfiltered hey everybody we're here with the uh the next installment of paychecks culture we got uh 905 a.m i hope it was a it was a slippery slidey cold way in but let me warm you up with a little information here we got the paychecks power porsche kicking off you can win it on the touchathon later today uh but here with with deb luna over here deb what's going on this morning huh you ready for that power porsche i uh i'm not quite sure what what we're doing what is this i i we're we're live we're on the air that's it you why aren't you using your radio voice i I thought we were i I just thought we were recording a culture when we first got together the whole purpose of the podcast was to talk about values and how they how people show up with the values of paychecks and to have a a deeper conversation than than we have the capability to have in a video or even in a blog which we've done flawless flawlessly um and we do have a lot of fun (laughs) with it but you know the at the backbone of that is really having these deeper conversations that when people listen they can really understand the different ways that values can show up here at Paychecks. And so, you know, no, with the first episode that we had with, with Brian and Crystal and Julie, um, and we were talking about accountability and, and how they showed up, it was really, let's put people in a position where they hear a real story, they understand how this looks in their day-to-day life, um, and kind of take the conversation from there of how they worked through that and, and how the values showed up. So, um, so yeah, so our first episode got us off to the races with talking about the values in a, in a more comprehensive way. Yeah, absolutely. And so what we did was we tried to piece together some highlights to, from those conversations throughout the year. Uh, like you said, we're going to hear from Brian Hodge first, and we're going to hear also from Mick Whittemore. He's going to talk about innovation. Uh, we have Lori Moffat after that, and then Mark Perlberg from PEO is going to talk a little bit, and then we're going to close it out with Laura Saxby-Lynch. So let's yeah. take a listen. Talk to us a little bit about accountability and what that means in your role, what that means for you personally, um, and, and what you bring to the table from an accountability standpoint. Yeah, boy, that's a that's a wide term in a way, isn't it? But it's so critical to our organization and really for, for anybody that's in a role of authority or in a, in a role in a corporation. Accountability for me is really the glue that holds a lot of things together. Uh, when you think about how we drive results, uh, when you think about the commitment we have at all levels of the organization, accountability holds that all together. It's really the fabric of our values. And it isn't something that you can point a finger at and say, you need to be accountable. It's really how we hold ourselves accountable and how that translates into the behaviors that we display and the things that we do and how we work together. When people think about innovation and change, they tend to think about the things that that they see examples in the world that feel, you know, revolutionary. The tough part about the revolutionary things, it's sort of like trying to eat an elephant all at once. <laughs> and, and even when you see the revolutionary things, uh, you don't necessarily realize the eight or 10 years of incremental change and progress that went into making that, you mm-hmm. know, bigger change. So, you know, what I try to remember and what I try to make sure uh, to talk to my teams about is that, you know, we're working to learn and improve every day. Um, a lot of what we're trying to do is really get smarter about our services, our clients. Uh, and with that, if you think about the incremental change, if, 
if we could just improve, you know, 1% a day in something that we do that's relevant to a blue chip in our business, you know, it would make a huge impact across the company. And I think that, you know, starts with personal accountability to, you know, hey, what are you trying to do to change in your own work habits, your own style, or a process that you're responsible for um, that can really benefit the team? The pressure that I think we've all felt when you're in a situation like that, when you're, you know, driving towards a deadline or something is critical um, or escalated, what methods do you guys use to alleviate that pressure from the folks who are, are driving the work forward to help them keep their eyes focused on partnership and not, you know, sort of succumb to that, to that pressure, as you mentioned earlier? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think from my perspective, you know, with my team, and um, it's really all about you're not going it alone. You don't have to achieve a result. We have to achieve a result. Mm -hmm. And so never making somebody feel like they are solely responsible because that's just not the case. Yeah. Sure. When you get into something like the integration, it's so complicated. There's so many different aspects to it that there may well be a tendency for somebody to look at that and say, what what could I possibly uh, yeah. bring bring to the table? <laughs> right. You know. Yes. What what um, could I possibly do instead what of I, what more can I right, do? Right. Exactly. <laughs> but but in fact, um, when everybody approaches it that way, with don't worry about uh, the overall project. Yes, you'll be updated on it. Of course, you want to understand the context. But what you really want to think about is what's in front of me. Mm-hmm. What can my specific contribution be? And I know that if I do that and I do it well, and my colleagues are doing the same. Uh, when we're done with the roll-up, if you will, Mm -hmm. we'll be happy with the end result. There's been vast change in the time since I have been with the company uh, across the communication spectrum. And there are a couple of reasons, I think, why and why it's very important. So let me take the external side first. Marketing, Maureen Lally and her team have recently launched a rebrand of Paychex. Mm -hmm. And those who are paying attention know that the new logo and what we call the lockup, the four words underneath, HR is now first. Number one, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So that speaks volumes to the evolution of the company. We are a technology company today. Mm -hmm. We will forever be a service company. It's part of our value proposition. Absolutely. But human resources across the landscape is who we are and what we do. Mm -hmm. So that, by its very nature, with the evolution of the company, changes the way we communicate and what we communicate. Sure. So our mission, from an external standpoint, at every opportunity, is to advance the message that we are an an HR technology leader. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So so one who is growing and one who, by the way, has tremendous financial performance. Right. But it's not the lead. The financial performance is not the lead, right, if you will. Right. From an employee standpoint, and and you know this, Deborah, from the work that you do, the critical component. And I'm fond of saying this. There's nothing at this company that we make that you can touch and feel at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> We're people. Yep. So we better do a really great job of creating an environment where people want to be, so that we can interview and hire and train the very best folks to continue to help the company grow. Deliver on on what their commitments are. So that was just one of my most enjoyable things about this podcast is like hearing from these people, having those discussions. Yeah, it It kind of just got us off to the right foot. It's just been so rewarding from from that standpoint. But it's also been a little fun. It has been a lot we of have fun. Had a it's lot been of fun. a little bit of fun. It's know, been so. a little bit of fun. Okay, Matt tempered back. it a little bit. But <laughs> I think where we'll go next is we'll do our favorite cold open moments. Yep. So for me, 
My favorite cold open moment, I think, was when we kind of channeled uh, Spaceballs a little oh, bit and did a, a little one. bit of a riff there. Yeah. Uh, Maddie, how about you? Uh, I spend an awful lot of time on the mood elevator intro. Yes. I think most of the time you guys kind of come in and goof off and we record it and we're done. That one actually required a fair <laughs> amount a lot of production. Of production value. And, uh, you, and you started in it. True. That well. was my yeah. first cameo on the show. Secret handshake. <laughs> it was a good one. And then uh, mine was, I think, probably, I think it was innovation where uh, Kevin made. Um, a very sort of shackle yeah. uh, smoothie. I was trying to impress Mick Whittemore, yeah. <laughs> if I recall correctly. <laughs> That's right. And yeah, not good. But it is true that Lucky Charms, all you have to do is eat the marshmallows. <laughs> well. So that is that is a true fact. <laughs> yeah, true fact good. with Kevin Aubrey. Well, let's see. So we'll take you through our favorite cold yeah. open moments. Prepare to fast forward. Okay, fast forwarding. Here we go. All right, here we go. Today's date. Chris DeSalvo, be here there now. We go. Boom. All right, play. What am, I, what am I listening to? I think when, does, we're, when does this happen in the podcast? I think we're here now. What? We're here now. So everything that's happening now is happening now. So how does this help us? Let's go back to then. We can. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be here now? Well, I don't know. How long do you have? Ugh. Floor two. Mild annoyance. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark. What is that smell? That is the smell of innovation. I don't know, honestly. Like, what is that? That's so, bad. Did okay. someone like not empty the garbage this weekend? No, or? no, no. The garbage is empty. So here's what it is. Uh, I spent so much time making breakfast, and we're we're talking innovation today. Yeah. So I was trying to improve my morning routine. So what I did was I took all of the foods that I make every morning for breakfast and put them into a smoothie. So what are we talking about? Like, what is that? Though? I smell like is that oh, eggs? Yeah. Oh yeah, there's definitely eggs. There's three, four eggs. <laughs> there's uh, definitely some Lucky Charms marshmallows. I only eat the marshmallows. Everyone knows that's all you got to do. So there's a little bit of that, a dash of coffee, a little bit of hot sauce. And you, have what? you tried this yet? Do you smell what I smell? Well, yeah. Yeah, take a sip, please. Look, uh, innovation doesn't always smell great, but uh, I'll give it a whirl. Take for a you. sip, and while you drink that, why don't we? Yeah, yeah. Let's get started. We'll... Uh, yep. Palate cleanser. Floor four, growing frustration. Oh my gosh, Matt! It's so good to see you. Do you oh, guys know hey. each other? This is Kevin and Secret Handshake. Uh, what's up, Kev? Well, here we go. Here we... Let's do it. Bing, zap, boom. Slap it on a biscuit. Hot dog. <laughs> Man, it is good so good ya. to see you. Yeah, I'm so on? glad you got on this elevator. Right. Yeah, it has been so boring on this elevator. <laughs> I have just been having so much trouble. All right. Well, I got to go. This is my stop. No, you sure no. you don't want to? You can stay. You, you can totally later. stay. See you, bro. Bye, Debbie. Mm -hmm. What is the same about every podcast we have done? Hmm. Um, we're in the studio when we record it. Our voices. Our voices. Yes, That's exactly. My See, second you guess. knew it. You nailed it. <laughs> so I was thinking, you know, maybe we do different voices and innovate a little bit. You know, I've been doing some working on some impressions. So, oh. um, actually, for our fellow podcast hosts here at, oh. at Paycheck, so I do a killer Becky Kania. No way. All right? So here, check okay, this out. Okay, I'm ready. Hey, everybody, it's Becky Kania here. <laughs> Right? That's Is it any crazy. good? crazy. That's so good. Wait, so I guess if you're Becky, that means I have to try to be Michael. Yes. Okay, so here we go. All right, everybody. We're here with the Culture Unfiltered culture. Podcast. 
unfiltered. Do, do I sound like Michael? I feel yeah. like I'm really channeling my inner Michael Delulia right now. You really sound a lot like Michael. It's crazy how much you sound like Michael. It's, it's funny to hear how like the different cold opens have grown and evolved. And yes. with you being the sort of the brainiac behind them, <laughs> it just gets sillier and weirder as we go. Um, hopefully, hopefully we'll keep pushing that envelope. Yeah. So the the other thing that we kind of do, um, so when we, we sit down, you know, not everybody in the organization has a chance to sit down with these folks, right? True. Uh, this VIP list of guests that we've had. And so we want Humble to- brag. Yeah, right. And so we want to get to know them on a more personal level and a more sort of fun fun way so we um we've asked a fun question of the month to everyone mm -hmm. and um so we have some favorites so um my favorite fun question has to be ted jordan uh yeah. at, his question was well you'll hear it but my oh yeah his was yeah, mine it's, it's tough to beat as a, a one. as a personal you know as a henson fan yes. um his was my favorite probably did you say a henson fan like no, a no definitely not definitely mm -hmm. henson, henson jim, jim. jim. jim and henson, yeah. it. along right. the music lines i think my one of my favorites was Lori zuka's first concert yeah i loved that one yeah it was it was cool to hear uh hear where she had gone so you'll have to Stick around to hear that. Probably my favorite was when Mark Perlberg was asked what his dream concert yes, was. Yes, yes, So listening to him yeah. talk about his Beatles fandom was yeah. kind of a cool yes. thing for me. Yeah, yeah I, we could talk for hours to Mark Perlberg about his uh, yeah. his music it was, loves, I believe. I realized listening back to it that I'm a huge Billy Joel fan, and I was so taken by his history with the Beatles that I didn't have a, I didn't ask him his his favorite Billy Joel song yeah. so yeah, I'll have to next time I see him walking around I'll have to ask him Mark but, Mark we're coming down to Florida <laughs> Mark to if you're music. listening to this please email me Billy Joel. please email me um, all right so let's listen to those uh, those fun questions so here it comes here's your fun question if you were a Muppet what Muppet would you be who do you most sort of you know sort of resonate with? easily animal Yes. Nice. Easily. Easily. Yeah. I love no, it. no question about it. So, so that for, explains the drum set you've yeah, got. Exactly. Set up. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have that. The yeah. Drum set. Yeah. Um, <laughs> animal. You know, there's. I love all the Muppets. Sure. Right. Um, I would say it's my favorite question. My favorite stick was always the the critics. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, you know the humor they had. That obviously you didn't get when you were watching as a kid. That right. You get but now, now when you watch it as it, an adult, you crack up. Hilarious. Yeah. I always wondered that was the one show my grandparents would actually watch with me. And yeah. That, that's mm. probably. I know why. Right. So. But when I was a kid, I mean, I, I kind of wear a pretty close cropped haircut now. But when I was a kid, out of control hair, very curly, very frizzy. I'm gonna need some photographic oh. proof. Um, yeah. Photos or it didn't happen. Don't don't talk to Chris Snyder <laughs> about that. But <laughs> there is photographic proof that is floating around the organization. But uh, my hair looked like animals' hair. Oh, amazing! When I left oh, it nice. go. That's and, awesome. And so anyway. Um, <laughs> Then I was able to pay for my own haircuts and I fixed that. Yeah. But when I was a kid, it was absolutely that. So that was actually a little bit of a nickname that I would have as well. Oh, so, that's so funny. But Animal was just awesome. Just always, you know, having just a great high time. Energy. Just yes. high energy. Yeah. Right. So, exactly. so that this gives us free reign. Whenever we see you from here on out, we can just, we can just animal. What's up? You could do that. Yeah, Literally you could like do that. Yeah, it's our thing. Yeah, no one, you know, no one may not have that same reaction that I had when I was like, you know, ten. But you know, we could definitely do that. So, you are booking your dream concert. Any artists, living or dead, what three artists do you book? Well, I book the Beatles. Okay. Because I grew up with the Beatles. Fair enough. And listened to Rubber Soul uh, about three or 4,000 times. <laughs> so I'm going to go with that. Okay. Uh, Billy Joel. Very uh, good. Because I'm from the New York uh, area. Okay. And if you're from the New York gotcha. area. I'm from the New York area. There you go. All right. I would yes. suspect many people here are, yes. are from the New York area. Yes. But, Depends uh, on Billy the Joel. area yes. that you're, that Billy you're Joel. talking about. And uh, Harry Chapin. Very uh, good. Okay. I was in college. Uh, 
at the University of Rochester, by the way. Very nice. Yes, Harry Chapin Little plug. was one of the uh, one of the concerts, and it was just an awesome, awesome concert. Well, fantastic. I'd love to book that one again. I would buy a ticket to that show. Tell us about the first concert you ever went to. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my first concert was, and probably three-quarters of the audience isn't going to know who this is, Chris Christopherson and Rita oh, Coolidge nice. at the Saratoga Performing Arts Center. Hold on, it gets better. With the Church Youth Group. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I have to say, early on, huge Chris Christopherson fan. Star is born. Big fan. Yeah. yeah. Big fan. Uh, so thank you for that. Thank you yes. for taking us down that, that trip down memory road there. <laughs> So I just love those, Deborah, and I, I wanted to thank you for bringing those. I do yeah. uh, rely on your HR expertise to come with those icebreaker keep questions it, every keep time. Keep everyone on their toes. Yes, yes, yes indeed. So, um, you know, this has been such a fun, a fun journey. Yeah. Um, both doing the podcast and then, you know, to create this clip show, going back and listening, listening again. again and again to all these, all these great moments we've had. When so. we were uh, listening to the different shows to prepare and kind of come with our, you know, our favorite moments. I was looking at the list of names. So, you know, we've had a, a pretty impressive list of people and Absolutely. Had names Definitely. and excited to see who will be on the second year of Culture Unfiltered. Yes, year two. Year two, season two. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I see a lot of opportunity on the horizon for us as well. We've talked about, you know, do we do we go visit offices and, and meet some people in the in yeah, different locations? Yeah. Do we take Culture Unfiltered on the road? Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this and you have ideas on, uh, you, on episodes. You, yeah. And you want us to come visit you. Yeah. Send us a note. Um, and we would love to, you know, to explore that option. And um, I just I'm excited for the next level of conversations we we've had this year. We see the impact that they're having. People come up to us all the time and say that they listen and that they enjoyed getting to know the yeah. different the different leaders in the organization and learning from it. So it's been yeah. really cool. And I think you know from my perspective, uh, having been involved in culture shaping for as long as I have been involved, uh, we've been having these conversations off camera mm -hmm. for five sure. five plus years. And so it's been really exciting for me because, uh, you know, a lot of these leaders we've gotten to know on a personal level and you know that the things that they feel about the culture of paychecks is authentic. It's yeah. not superficial. This is not just something that they're saying because right. it's on the posters in the break room. Uh, they really feel this way. So for me, the goal in this podcast was to kind of bring that unscripted conversation to the the rest of the paychecks. Sure. Uh, yeah. You know, fan base here, and I think that the two of you guys have done a great job in in creating an environment where people want to come in and have that comfortable conversation. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for yeah. that. And and I, and I would concur. I would say that that's one thing that for me, the takeaways from this from this podcast and all these discussions, I leave almost every episode saying, "Oh man, I I'm so happy that everyone in the company can hear this." You know, yep. for from Laura Saxby Lynch's takes on who we are as a company yep. to, you know, Lori Zuka talking about, hey, our product is my profession to, yep. you know, some of these some of these deeper discussions on yeah. culture. It's just been uh, such a rewarding experience. And the, and the stories that people are sharing, I mean, we had Tom Hammond come in and, and talk about, you know, his history with the organization and, um, you know, when we had when we had Mick in and Lori Moffat in, yeah. you know, the stories that they're sharing. Um, and that's not to leave anyone out because every conversation yeah, had some takeaways, well, some right, key takeaways. Even, you know, we, we kind of focus a lot on you know, the executive presence of this, but even bringing in just, you know, regular folks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had Deanna Kimberly oh, in that, here. That was and, such a great conversation. And Zach, Zach talking about inclusion and diversity. Like those are great stories. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so that I just, uh, you know, in so many things that we do with culture shaping, um, the culture is there and, and it's our job 
job to just tell the story. Yeah. And yeah. this is just one more way that we do that. Yeah. yeah. And the, I, the appreciation podcast. Oh, I mean, so good. Oh so my God. Fun. That was so great. Was and, and I mean, we could easily sit in here for two hours and, and, and do the, you know, the old SNL skit of, uh, you know, Chris Farley talking to, <laughs> talking to people. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. We could easily do that. Um, but the nice thing is that all these episodes live on inside paychecks, yes. uh, .com, And so you can subscribe, you can get notifications when new episodes are posted. You can share them with your network, which we encourage you to do. These are all publicly facing and help us tell the story of why paychecks is such a great place to work. So you can share these links out. Um, and you can go back through and, and listen to all these amazing conversations that we've had. If you've missed any, or if you want to revisit them, you know, I know for me, revisiting them, you always hear things when you're in the conversation, sometimes you're, you don't, uh, you know, pick up on some of the nuance or, or some of the, the things that people say. And so, um, being able to take a step back and listen, uh, it has been really cool as well. So, uh, sure. we encourage everyone to go ahead and do that. Yeah. So from year one on to year two, Here thank you for, for joining us and yeah. uh, thank you for, uh, for all the great work you've done on the podcast. Yeah. On, right. the, on uh, another episode of Culture Unfiltered. Culture Unfiltered. <laughs> Culture Nice. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is property of Paychecks Inc. 2020, all rights reserved.